When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Fight, 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 or die, die, die. This week on the podcast, R.L. Stein's Cheerleaders, The Third Evil. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Teen Creeps, the podcast that discusses YA pulp fiction. I'm one of your hosts, Lindsay K. Ty. I'm another one of your hosts, Kelly Nugent. And how are you doing, Kelly? Good. Uh, hot. I'm it's hot. Fucking hot. The heat wave. I fucking hate it. I hate it. Um, it's a humid hot. Nobody likes humid hot. No one likes it. Uh, Florida does. And boo. But then they're like, Everybody we have the hates keys. Florida. <laughs> <laughs> We're Florida. <laughs> um, we have the keys and terrible politics. <laughs> and uh, the olds. Yeah, and the elders. Um. I went for, this is probably gonna be TMI, but I don't give a shit. So I went for a run today mm-hmm. and um, I was uh, like, it was, cr- I did it at like 3 p.m., which is like the hottest time of day. It's Ste- not a good time. No. Step outside. I'm instantly drenched in sweat just from the heat. I finished my run. I'm so sweaty that when I go pee after my run, I'm sliding around <laughs> on the toilet seat. <laughs> And I was like, this is disgusting. <laughs> like I was Gross. I was like, this is crazy. I had to like uh like I took my, you know, little like Myers spray and like disinfected it afterwards. And I was like crazy from the heat because as I was doing it, I was like, decontamination in progress. Like I said that while I was spraying, I was like having a blast in my bathroom. <laughs> well, that's good. You know, I have fun. You gotta make your own fun. Yeah. In times like these, in troubled times like these, <laughs> in troubled muggy heat heat times yep. like these, how are you, Lindsay? I'm good. I keep having to think about that question because until I got my new job, I can't really talk about it. But I'll just say that I am writing mm-hmm. for a TV show. Yeah, and you're excited about it, and you're I'm proud very of excited. it. It's yeah. like I I have a real for real writing job now. Yeah. You guys, I don't work for. A software company anymore. Do you um, feel like Lindsay seems rejuvenated? Do you think you can pinpoint the time when Lindsay got her new job from listening? <laughs> Just like, do, do you feel like she's rejuvenated? us. Yeah. <laughs> Let us know if uh, all of a sudden you're like, mm, Lindsay's energy and general sense of well-being picked up. <laughs> I think it was then. And I'll be like, you're right. So do you feel like you're... Um, well, it's like everybody... Every time somebody asks me that question... My instinct is to go, I'm fine, Mm -hmm. but I'm great. Yeah. (laughs) And it's good to feel great. I forget that. That's my answer. That's very happy. Couldn't be happier. Great. The uh, company I used to work for, Uh I don't even know if I've told you this yet, got bought a month after I left. Uh huh. And they immediately laid off 20 people, and I would have been one of them. Wow. Yeah. Crate the timing is insane. I would have been jobless and freaked out and probably filing for bankruptcy. Holy crap. Yeah. 
It was really weird. Well, yeah, they I'm glad you left when gutted you did. the company. They're changing everything about it. They even fired the director of my department, who, by the way, was the only one left because as people kept leaving the company, they had a hi- hiring freeze on because yeah. they were trying to sell the company. Wow. And so he was the only one left in the entire department and they laid him off too. So I would have been fucking gone. Yeah. Well, yeah. Glad it worked out. So, man. yeah, I got real lucky. Not only did I leave, but I left for my dream job. Yeah. It's great. Have you read, um, there's this article out right now that's like uh, worst job environments for each Myers-Briggs thing? <laughs> no. Um, so I looked up mine and it was so funny. It was like so spot on. And it was like, oh, this sounds exactly like something I left. Um, oh, attorney. Well, it was like worker at Forever 21. <laughs> it was chicken farmer. Chicken farmer. I knew it. And it was funny because I was reading some of the other ones and I was like, eh, it doesn't sound so bad. Okay. Oh, and it was like things that you, uh, things, so places that are the worst and things that you should do based on your personality. Mm-hmm. So the one that is the worst for me, do which you is say what you are. Yes. I am ENFP, which ENFP. is the campaigner. Um, right. Recently changed from ENFJ to ENFG, ENFP. Yes, because I think I am ENFJ. I or E? Extrovert or introvert? E. Extrovert. I'm going to look it up. Because e. I remember we were talking about it in the car. Yeah, I remember. But you and I were off by one. On the way to yeah. Jason's barbecue. Yeah. Happy belated birthday, Jason. Uh, our CEO of Feral. Um, and for me, so ENFP is uh, you really don't like um, micromanagement. You don't like authority very much and you like doing your own thing and you trust in your uh, abilities to create. Um, so a thing that I would not like is a workplace run by an immoral management team where any pushback about the unfair working conditions could serve as a direct threat to the ENFP's career. And I was like, <laughs> well, that sounds exactly. Although, uh, who does like that? That's true. I mean, I think some people are willing to put their heads down. Like, because there were other ones that, like, the one that I was like, mm, I'm fine with is um, ISFJ apparently would hate a workplace that fails to provide them with specific rules or instructions for the projects they're working on, but expects um, big things of them. Mm-hmm. Whereas I'm like, don't give me rules. I'll make something great. Hopefully <laughs> there will be a couple things that aren't great, but I don't care. Oh, God, I hate not knowing what the, like, format or parameters of something that should be. similar to uh, Micah and Ryan's, which are INTJ. They both love knowing the rules i am the campaigner oh that's me i am an enfpt oh my role is diplomat okay i'm also strategy is social engagement anyway anyway fun stuff fun stuff anyway fun stuff uh find your truth and follow it is what we're saying (laughs) anyway take a test online so you know who you are uh so yeah this week on the podcast we're doing arl stein's fear street cheerleaders the third evil which, yeah, uh, used to be the final evil. But then they were like, oops, yep, we're going to make more of these, so yep. let's scratch that. Or, I mean, I don't know if it was called the final evil, but it did used to be the end of the trilogy. It did. Uh, because the way they end it's it... very interesting. It's pretty final. Pretty final. Uh, you want to read the back of the book? Sure. <laughs> it's back. Did the evil spirit really leave Kimmy's body? The cheerleaders of Shadyside High can still feel its dark presence, and Corky knows that it is out there. Somewhere close and getting closer. Corky is tormented night after night by dreams of her dead sister, Bobby. 
What terrifying message is Bobby trying to tell her? When the evil begins again, more horrible, more gruesome than ever. Corky knows it is up to her to learn the century-old secrets and destroy the evil spirit's power for good. But so many have died already. Will Corky be next? Kinda? Almost. Almost. Well, eh. Medium. Not Medium. really. Ish. Ish. Could have been. In the vicinity. <laughs> in in the environs. Nearby. Um, I... Um, so I'll just say, like, when we last left the cheerleaders. <laughs> yeah, last week uh, on Cheerleaders. In the first book, Corky's sister Bobby died. Yeah. Killed by the evil spirit inhabiting Jennifer's uh, body. Cheerleading Captain. Captain Jennifer's body. Corky shoved it back into the ground. Just kidding. No, she didn't. And then it inhabited Kimmy's body, the new cheerleading captain. Mm. And so she shoved that down a bath. Tub drain. Mm. Just kidding. No, she didn't. Now it's in her. It's in her. Find that out, what, like two-thirds of the way through? Yeah. I'd say two-thirds. What do you think? I liked this better than Second Evil. Oh, me too. Um, I liked, I think we've talked about this, that we both like when a person's like trying to fight off the like evil thing that's in them. Like we liked that in Monster. Yeah. Um, And so I liked seeing this here. I was hoping, I was like, I hope it's in Corky. I hope it is. And it was. Better be in Corky. Yeah. Um... I liked it too. I liked the variation in events mm-hmm. because in two we got the this happens, then it happens again. This happens a little bit. Mm-hmm. It wasn't too bad, but it just it wasn't. We got more bullshit cliffhangers mm-hmm. of like ah something happened, mm-hmm. and in the chapter mm-hmm. next chapter begins, it's fine. Yeah, I. A couple did, notable, notable instances where, no, on the next chapter, someone is dead. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this one, I uh, I also loved, like, which you kind of touched on, which, uh, that the, uh, like, violence and danger is, like, very different. Like, the first thing that happens mm-hmm. happens pretty early and, like... Not in the ways that we predicted, which I did not predict yeah. that it would be a bowl of split pea soup. Yeah. Just exploding all just over the bubbling, table. Um, bubbling up. It's like, now that we've rejoined our cheerleaders, mm-hmm. we have a new member of the squad, some mm-hmm. little pipsqueak named Hannah, mm-hmm. who's a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. A nightmare of cheerfulness. Yeah. Does everything perfectly. It's like a little brown noser. Mm-hmm. They're at lunch. They're shit-talking Hannah. Mm-hmm. I was glad to return to no boys. Yeah. I didn't need them. There were yeah. no boys in this book. There were literally zero boys. There was like talk was, of boys yes. off page. Couple mentions of like people's dating. Gossip, college boys. Want, college wanting boys. to meet college boys. And there weren't any boys and then at there the weren't. cheerleading camp. No. All girls. All girls. Fucking awesome. Great. Great. Loved Great. it. Um, um, yeah, they're yeah. talking shit about her. <laughs> And, like, the thing that I also really loved are just, like, again, with the details here, that, like, Corky seems slightly meaner, but not enough for you to be like, oh, well, duh, it's fucking her. Yeah. Because she's like, she's like, oh, I feel jealous. Like, ugh, I guess I feel jealous. She's feeling resentful. Yeah. She's feeling cranky. Mm -hmm. Because we all know, if you got an evil spirit in you, it makes you a little cranky. 
You woke just, up on the wrong side of the bed. You wake up and you're like, mm, I'm grumpy. You know those days when you're like, nothing's going right. I, I, I'm having an off day. It's like, oh, my, drop my hairbrush. Yeah. You have an evil spirit <laughs> yeah. in your body. Just like, maybe. Were you just sleeping like, on a grave? Out. What were you doing? You know what? Did you get thrown out of a bus Did, and killed on a gravestone? Did you strangle like, some? Uh, I'm not saying definitely you have an evil spirit in but you. But WebMD it. Yes. Go Just, like keep an eye out on the symptoms. <laughs> symptoms. Um, I strangled and tried to drown my best friend, and then she barfed out a slug. Yeah. Did that happen to you? Um, symptom. Were you dead? Classic. Were you dead and now you're alive? Classic. Yeah. That's I think the biggest. That's the most obvious one. So you kind of do have to be on the lookout for smaller right. ones. Right. Smaller ones like your bowl of pea soup is boiling over. Are you bubbling losing boiling hours of time in which all you see are red and black? Yeah. Is, is that <laughs> happening? Then you might be an evil, an evil spirit. spirit. <laughs> you might be an evil spirit if... Oh, my God. Help. Your soup bubbles when people tease you. <laughs> you try to drown your best friend, she peeks out a slug. You might be an evil spirit. <laughs> Stupid. Stupid. <laughs> um, this so cover's just funny. because they're... Oh, it is funny. Do you want to describe it? This girl's doing splits on top of a grave. With a little flat... With, with, and the grave says fear. Just yeah. Some giant letters. And then there's a little flag that says, go team. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I just wouldn't want to put my crotch... On a grave? On a grave. But you're an evil spirit. That's true. That's true. You don't care. Were you putting your crotch on a grave? Putting that crotch on the grave. You might be. You might be. An, an evil, evil spirit. spirit. Um, we're back to kind of a shitty looking I know. illustration. How could you go from two to this? It's, this one is better than one. It's not bad. But it is it, You know weird. what it is? The perspective is off. Like when I look really closely, I'm like, oh, that's a pretty good illustration. But like the angle isn't right so she looked weird because if you cover up just her, her legs right at us. she's standing right and then if you take it off she's splitting but like she's turned fully yeah but then her torso is facing us but her split is diagonal it's, it's all very confusing is, but yeah her, her head is down it but looking up look quite right i think that the illustrator was given a lot of notes and they were like i'm gonna try my best to put all these things together but like you're reaping what you sell could be. Like you, like you point a finger at me, and three fingers are pointed back at you. Yeah, <laughs> I had someone give me a, a monkey's paw. Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> I don't care what's gonna happen. I'm gonna wish I'm gonna for. Uh, I'm gonna wish for my grandpa to come back from the dead. <laughs> I don't care. Um, I've had people give me like uh, voiceover notes or like direction that I'm like. <clears throat> I can tell you this is going to sound bad, but I will do it. If that's what you want. Well, if that's what you want, I'll do it. But I don't say anything. I'm just like, okay, great. I'll do that. Yeah. And then I'm not proud of that work. And I'm like, yeah, I don't, don't like that. Like I had this one gig, um, which was like a, it was like an internal video thing about uh, door, door to door um, marketing. And like, mm -hmm. uh, it was like a program about how to like optimize your plan for door-to-door -door marketing. A.K.A. Willie Loman. I have no idea. Death of a Salesman. Oh. 
Sorry. No, please. Dead on arrival. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I like did the whole thing and it seemed fine. And they were like, um, can you have the two in door to door be like, like you're saying also like door to door. And I was like, that's going to sound really bad, especially because it says it a lot. Door to door marketing. Door to door marketing. Door to door marketing. You, I know. And I was like, that's going to sound bad. Everybody says it door to door. Everyone says it that way. And they're like, well, it doesn't. It Do-si-do, sounds door to door. Dosi do door to door. Step by step. Side by side. <laughs> <laughs> I just like, but I did it and whatever. I hope they're fucking happy. But <laughs> if you're fucking proud of yourself. <laughs> or, you know, people will want like a really cheesy, like over the top. Like, yeah thing which is so out of vogue right now in the vo trends and i really don't like doing it and after i do it they're like oh do you want this for your demo and i'm like no No. go fuck fuck yourself you and door to door can go fuck yourselves i'm gonna make a wish on a monkey's paw (laughs) that i never met you um (laughs) monkey's paws don't take one um but yeah so they're all talking shit the 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 Pea soup starts like boiling on the table. Classic boiling of liquid. So they're like, we know this evil spirit boils up some liquid, but it's good. (laughs) 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 Ah! Kelly and I both looked at each other and then pointed our index fingers to the sky as if to say, but you know what? And also we did it with like a, like a wind up. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, um, I was just going to say it was a good because like I didn't think that this was coming from Corky. I couldn't Me tell neither. who it was coming from. It was Me just neither. like all of a sudden the pea soup's bo- boiling. Mm-hmm. Although it was, it was pretty clunky that they're like, are you sure you don't want a burger? She's like, no, I just feel like eating pea soup. Really? Pea soup? Yeah, I have a craving for mm-hmm. pea soup. I like pea soap. soup. Are you sure you don't want it? I'm getting pea soup. She's like, Next what do you want? You, know, you want me like to sign gurgle, a contract? Gurgle, boil. It was a little much that they were but, really trying to point that out. But, but in a way, it's also funny. <laughs> it was because she was kind of like embarrassed. Really bending over backward to get that fucking yeah. soup in there to boil. Yeah. And for her to be like, I don't know, I just like it. And they're I all can, like, loser. <laughs> I can see R.L. Stein thinking that was funny. I could see that. He thinks food is hilarious. <laughs> and pea soup has ham in it. Oh, He shit. loves jokes with ham. No, you. Oh, that was me. You made that. He put eggs on his eyes. Yeah, ham on their head is just a fake thing I made up in my world. It's a birthday boy sketch called Ham Hat. Oh, go watch Ham Hat, everyone. It's great. Do it. Um, but yeah, I and I also liked because the thing that we were saying that we wanted to happen was to kind of know why, and at least for the boiling obsession, we got to learn why the evil spirit wanted to boil people and it was because it was basically killed by boiling through seraphir because seraphir killed herself while it was inside of her and so now it's like revenge like going on a revenge tear by like killing innocent people i guess which is what sarah was trying to stop it from doing by killing other people in the way that it was killed i don't think that i disagree Really? I don't or I don't see it that way. I just see it as being one of its I think it started to boil the water because it was angry that Sarah Fear was killing herself. I don't think the 
boiling of the water was what killed it because it was boiling the water. It was boiling the water. And she, I guess she, her drowning was what killed it. Yeah. Her I drowning specifically away from the other pe- like off the boat, away from other people that it could get to. I think the boiling is just sort of like an expression of its anger. Mm. I don't think it's. So it's just a. I'm going like, to kill you the way like, I, I got see. hurt. I think it's just like, yeah, I like boiling people. Well, I'm you know what? I'm going to give the book a little more my credit, interest. and I'm going to say it's Killing, doing it as like a vendetta. <laughs> I, I, think I do, it, but it it is consistent that like, well, here's the thing: I do as an evil spirit, I take revenge on whoever's like on the enemies of whoever thing. I'm embodying. Yeah, that was. I'm an altruistic evil spirit. Look, I'm just helping you help Look, yourself. Fuck these people. They've been fucking you over. You deserve... It's like a really terrible, but like supportive best friend. It's like a friend that enables your rage. Kimmy is being a fucking bitch. I wish that she'd die. Fuck her. And you're like, it's not that bad. She's like, but did you see that that Deborah was your friend? Deborah doesn't even care. She went over to sit with Hannah? Yeah, but I know, but like... Hannah? Like... Hannah's being nice to her and I, I'm sure it was just like she'll talk to me later Hannah is trying to take you out and be the next best cheerleader and Deborah is now on her side I don't think that that's what's happening Deborah's supposed to be that, helping you with the evil spirit that's all I'm saying no but evil spirit you are the evil spirit and I think don't that you it's hate like kind of her weird. and Hannah and Kimmy Not don't you hate really? them I, they're Ooh, my friends they're probably talking about you right now friends <laughs> <laughs> Spirit's so upset. They're probably talking about you right now. No. Right now. Please let me kill them. They're just talking about you. They're talking about I'm just trying to protect your honor. Oh my God. I love you, Corgi. I don't want to see anything happening. Corgi, I'm doing this out of love. I want to see you. later. But yeah, it's like even from the beginning, Corky's kind of like, I'm supposed to be head cheerleader, which is like now we know. Yeah, now she's on the flip side. It's like planting this seed in her mind too. Like all of this, like, because she'll be like, ugh, I think but, I'm being jealous. But at the same time, like, that's a superhuman emotion. Oh, so, absolutely. So it is a little weird that that's the indication that, like, Corky isn't herself. I know. Corky's having completely normal env- envy feelings. Yeah. Envy. Well, I think also it's, known as envy. <laughs> envy feelings. Envy feelings. I She's think- experiencing envy of her friends, and that's a completely normal well, aren't the, aren't the most powerful evil spirits just using this, oh like, God. the stuff that you already feel as we a source? We are the evil spirit. We are the evil spirit. I'm Envy the evil spirit. is the evil you're spirit. You're the evil spirit. I'm Listeners, the evil spirit. You're the evil spirit. Every time somebody I vaguely don't like mm-hmm. within the community gets on a TV show, I want them to die. You Like, what you say <laughs> is, like, you always die. call me and then you say, Kelly, something needs to be done about this person. Something needs to be done. About this person booking yet another pilot. Fuck them. I've met them once and fuck them. <laughs> I didn't think they were hot shit when I met them. You know what? I'm going to cut their hair off. <laughs> and put it I'm right in their, their lap. Hair off and stick it in their lap like a snake. <laughs> <laughs> and then you know what? Then I'm going to kill them. And then I'm going to kill them. First I'm going to hair torture them. And yeah. then I'm going to kill them. With the very same scissors I use to hair torture them. No, mm, but then yeah, I'll get yeah. stopped because someone yeah. will come in. <laughs> anyway. Um, so 
they go to cheer, which I did not expect cheerleading camp to look like this. I thought it was going to be like a camp in the woods, like Me too. sleepaway camp type of place. Yeah. But I was like, I don't want a college. But again, there's just in a giant gym. I think that is how like cheer competitions and stuff like that work. And you and I just have never competed unless you have competed in a cheer <laughs> competition. <laughs> I didn't do swim matches because I wasn't very good. So mm. it's just like sort of on the swim team. But yes, I did do competitive athletic cheerleading on ESPN. <laughs> you should see my tuck and roll. Half of the things they were doing, I was like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> or else I really had to look into this. And again, he did a really good job, again, like making it's this be sport. very important to sport. these people, which I was happy about. Because I was like, it yeah. is really impressive. What Like if you watch... Um, like one of my ex's little sisters went to college for cheer because she was really good. Mm-hmm. And it is like really impressive, like what these teams can do. And so, there, I mean, we all saw from Bring gymnast. It On. We all saw from Bring It On. Um, oh, correction. The, Did you see mm-hmm, the rap This thing? time the rap cheerleaders were like, oh, they're so impressive. Yeah, I saw that. That was an excellent correction, yeah. like course correction yeah. between like the rap cheerleaders. They're are, that's like different. different. <laughs> Yeah, now they're Whereas just like, this oh. time it's like, I wish we were the rap cheer. And then leaders. they tried to do a rap cheer. Like, it's <laughs> like, we worked on our raps. Yeah. We have to be like them. Our cheers are juvenile. <laughs> yes. Um, and I liked that there were like new villains here. Blair is like so yeah. mean. Fuck Blair Underwood. <laughs> Sorry, just kidding. Blair Underwood. That's the actor. Oh, I meant to say Claire Blair from Underwood. Claire Underwood. Claire. Fuck Robin Wright. Dancy Danes. <laughs> fuck Claire. Fuck Hugh Michael oh, Morris. Wait, what? Hugh Hugh Michael, Michael Horace, Horace Dancy, Dancy Danes. Danes. Fuck, Fuck that you. guy. Just realized this makes no sense unless you listen to <gasps> oh! our mini episode. I totally forgot. Okay, I forgot too. Oh, I, leave it, it just in. Bleeds together. Leave it in. Whatever. It's a nice little you know end what? for our Patreon. <laughs> you know what? You want that and more? You just got a taste. <laughs> Of the gold that you're missing out on by not subscribing to our Patreon and hearing these fantastic minisodes in which we look up Hugh Dancy's entire name. name. And then add on a hyphenate for him. And then add to his wife, Claire Dance. (laughs) Well, I guess you got the gist of what the minisodes are. Yep. Okay. So, oh, right. So they're at the cheer camp which is basically, I guess, like a cheer competition because they compete every night. Um, and it's like a place for them to like really cram. Yeah. And yeah. learn new things and... Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so... Spirit sticks. Spirit sticks. Spirit sticks are talked about. Yes. And who receives one on their team? Hannah. Because she's so Fuck fucking spirit. her. Fuck her. Yeah. I mean, just because she's so and and this is the thing that I loved too, that like when Corky is like watching Hannah and she's like, fuck, she is annoying the shit out of me. But she's really good. Mm-hmm. Where she's like, that was Bobby and me. I was about to say, it made me sad when she's like, Oh, that used to be me and Bobby. Yeah. And also it to- I totally felt for her because like when she was like, even when she was talking about Blair too, when she was like, This used to be like she's like, Blair is at the top of her game right now. That used to be me. And me yeah. and Bobby and like too many terrible things have happened for me to be that person. Yeah. It's sad. It's really sad. I also like that it didn't get, cheer didn't get trivialized in 
her suddenly being like, people are dying. This isn't even important. I quit. Yeah. No, she didn't quit. It's like, no, it was still important to her. She didn't. That's like a part of who she is. Yeah. And she like wanted more of it. Like she was like, I wish I could have this be my life again. Mm-hmm. Sad. Yeah, it was really sad. Poor Corky. Poor Corky. Poor Corky. Poor Bobby. So Bobby's coming Poor to Bobby. her. Oh, I forgot oh. about that. In these dreams, which are creepy, Bobby comes in and she's like a floating ghost and she's like keeps telling her something. And she's like, I don't know what you're saying. I can't she's hear like you. Glowing. She's wearing an almost transparent nightgown. That part made me so sad. She's like, Bobby, what is it? What tell me? Tell yeah. me what you're doing here. I miss you so much. Yeah. And she was and when she sad. was sad that Bobby looked sad. She was like, why are you so oh, sad? Yeah, you look so sad. And Bobby was sad because she was like, girl, there's girl, an evil spirit in you. You have that bitchy evil spirit in you. God. So <laughs> evil spirit's such a bitch. Stop hanging out with it. I like, don't I like just, the effects she's having on I just want the best you. for you, Corky. So she, and then like, of course, Corky can't hear her. So she's like, I don't know. And Bobby lifts up her, pulls at her yeah. hair, pulls off the top of her head. And she tips her head forward so that Corky can look into her skull yeah and she's filled like with butts fully popped her head off her body mm-hmm. and it's like floating there like a little like shrunken head mm-hmm. and that's how she looks up and then she has cockroaches. cockroaches and then they're all over the floor and that was another thing too which uh. like poor corky she's like i oh, am experiencing man. all of these horrible things and then every time someone comes in it's like they're gone yeah because her mom's was like it, what are you doing was it in book Two when every time she tried to do the cheer, she heard yeah. screaming. That was okay. uh, that was yeah. Two Kimmy making her hear screaming. Yes. Okay. So in this one, it's just like the the wobbling floor. Yeah, and, and it's like pulling things. her under. And okay. this is a thing that we're kind of that we learn later. But it, it is a, it's still a scary thing that's happening to her. But we learn exactly what happens to her later in the book, where she feels like her feet are sticking to the. Carpet, yeah, and then like she's the sinking, pulling at her feet, and this is like basically what is happening is that she's like falling out of consciousness while the evil spirit is taking over her body. But it, and like when other people come in and they're like, "What are you doing on the floor?" and she's like, "I don't know, I don't know, I help me, yeah, help please me. help." Um, you know, it was a common thing said in the first, second, and now this book hmm. is. Is characters putting a protective arm around another character's shoulder? Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is very sweet. It is very sweet. Gesture. It is. I liked that. Yeah, because Deborah does that to mm-hmm. Corky when she finds her on the ground. Yes. Um, and I so all of this stuff keeps happening where it's like so first something ha- or uh, Hannah's rooming with her and, and Kimmy. And the first thing that happens oh, is the tub. Can we talk about oh. how it is that she comes to room with Kimmy? Because here and I would have been quirky, like, no. Here's the thing about Hannah is that I do want her to die. She's extremely I annoying. Hate her. She's so she annoying. Sucks. She's so annoying. So she comes like bounding out of Ronnie and whose room? Heather. Heather. Or is Heather in the Heather? book? Someone else. Somebody else. Heather in what's her face's room. And she's like, I can't sleep there because if I sleep on the top, I feel like I'm in a coffin. Mm-hmm. Or no, no, no. It's if she can't sleep on the bottom above yeah. me. I feel like they're gonna fall on me. And so and so took the window 
and bed. Their cl- and, like, closets are full, and I brought so much I stuff. Brought, I have two suitcases of things, so one of you has to switch with me. One of you has to switch with me and let me be in here because that's what I want and need. And then crazy. Deborah was like, "Oh, I want the bed by the window," but then Deborah's the one who gives it up and then takes the other room where she's not by the window. Yeah. She gives it up Fuck for her. Hannah. Well, because Hannah's like, please, 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 Hannah's please. A spoiled little brat. Well, and then yeah. the thing that really put it over the oh, top yeah. for me. I was like, what the fuck is this shit? When go she fuck goes, yourself. When she's like, she's like unpacking her stuff and she's they like, have to go downstairs. Mm, I'm Hannah. I'm so she's, delicate. Um uh Corky, can you draw a bath for me? And Corky's like, what? Say what, bitch? She's like, can you draw a bath for me? Because I I'm not gonna have time to unpack this stuff and shower. It's like, yes, you will. Take a shower. You do not need to take a bath, first of all. Second of all, fuck no. Learn how to manage your time. I could not believe that. I'm going to find, I want to find the page just because it's so fucking ridiculous. So she's taken the fucking beds. Hannah sighed again and rolled her eyes unhappily, her face drooping into a pout. Well, would one of you trade with me? She asked reluctantly. It's not that reluctant because she's a dumb bitch. Um... <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Oh, it's on no 33 big where she does deal, it. Deborah said, casting an uncomfortable glance at Corky. Blah, blah, blah. Kimmy says, we're going to be late. Okay. Yeah. Okay, why don't we do a dramatic reading? You be Hannah. I'll be Corky. Okay. Say what Corky's thinking, too, though. Okay. We're going to win every night. I just know it. That's the spirit. Corky, would you do me a big favor? Why did she bring so many jeans? Why did she bring two suitcases for a one-week stay? Sure, what? Would you run me a hot bath? What did you say? Would you run a tub for me? I feel so grimy after that long bus ride. But I want to get this stuff unpacked, and I don't want to be late. Please? Yeah, sure. You're a pal. I don't believe her nerve. She really thinks she's a princess or something. Fucking, like, what the fuck? I do like this. First, Hannah complains that the other room is too small for her. Then she orders me around like I'm a servant. It's really unbelievable. It is unbelievable. It is unbelievable. That's an insane request to make. Insane. Would you draw me a bath? So I... Ha- Can you be a pal and just draw me a quick bath? I need to take a bath. My skin, my skin is screaming. Can you come I don't want to make it late. I just want to have a quick soak in the top. top. First, I want to... Fold my nine pairs of jeans? Here's the thing, is that my daddy used to run me a bath whenever I was running late. So I really appreciate it if you can run me a bath. So I have an aunt. Uh Uh-oh. Who... (laughs) Nervous about where this is going. Makes everybody do things for her. And like, she's just very... She's very strange. Like, when she's talking to you, she'll get out this little notebook and, like, take notes on what you're saying. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, she's intense. And she's also a person that will, like, um, she just, like, likes being pampered and, like, massaged and, like, that kind of thing. But, like, by people she knows. Oh, my God. What? Yeah, it's pretty weird. Like, and she'll always, like, um, like, she said to my mom, they are the same age. She goes... Twee, do you want... This is how she talks, too. Oh, my God. Do you want me to braid your hair? And my mom was like, what? (laughs) 
And she's like, I just love the feeling of when people play with my hair. And you have such beautiful hair. Do you mind if I play with it? Oh, (laughs) God. (laughs) But she will do things like that. Like, she... Watch an ASMR video, lady. Get the fuck out of my face. (laughs) She will, like... I remember when she used to stay at my grandparents' house. There's, like, a guest bedroom and a guest bathroom. She would go into my grandparents... And both had bathtubs. Go into my grandparents' master bathroom. Take bubble baths. Leave the tub completely full with bubbles. (laughs) Bubbles all over the floor. And then just take all of their towels. Use every single one of their (laughs) towels. What? And then put them wherever she would like end up going. Then when she she put all the towels like on the kitchen table or whatever, wherever she was like done with her towels. And my grandma was like, oh, when you're going upstairs, could you bring the towels up and put them in the hamper? And she was like, oh. A wet towel is too heavy for me to hold. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) But you were holding Holding the towel. I know. That's how it got wet. (laughs) No, it's so... Are you insane? There was so much. Holy shit. I love this woman. She was like... I I remember... What was her name? I don't know if I want to say it. It's not as good as I was hoping. No, no. Let's call her what? Annabella. Annabella. <laughs> um, she uh, also no, I no, remember no. I new name. Sorry, no souffle. Souffle. Very good. <laughs> souffle entree. Souffle entree. <laughs> <laughs> can uh, you can you just go hello? I'm souffle entree, and then say the thing about braiding hair again. Okay. Oh no, I'll I'll do an actual line that oh, she has okay. said oh, at good. the at the beach. Good. Hello, I'm Souffle Entree. Can you put suntan lotion in between my toes? Oh my God, shut the fuck up. Mm -hmm. (laughs) No. And then her husband did it. No. And we were all like, ugh. (laughs) Souffle Entree, you are too much. Um, Oh, oh, so this is when my dad's driving. Oh, Mark, can you (laughs) please slow down when you go over the speed bumps? I... I oh don't leave before I place my seatbelt on. <laughs> this woman has also gone whitewater rafting. <laughs> so it's like <laughs> she I also has like a thousand ailments. About She's a stories. thousand ailments. She like uh, it's like mm, I need my tinctures. Okay, here's 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 an example of something that happened. Okay, where my grandma's like on her deathbed. She's dying, dying, dying. Everybody. <laughs> Everybody's in town. We're all waiting. What a in, way to intro. Yeah, we're we're all waiting in the uh in the waiting room. Uh, me and my cousins, who are all fairly normal, are all sitting here, just feeling you know a little bit sad, but also kind of punchy and weird. My aunt, first of all, she she was like, I have to go to the bathroom, and I had to go also. So like, I went to the bathroom, and then she was like, Oh, it is so nice of you to come with me into the bathroom, and I was like. <laughs> I'm just I'm just going to the bathroom. <laughs> then so she comes back. We're all sitting. She opens up her. She brought a cooler to the hospital. Gets out a Costco sized thing of applesauce. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> like slowly and daintily, like unscrews the top. Gets out her spoon. No. Eats one spoon. No. Closes. No. The- <laughs> Was it like one of those tiny spoons that you use to feed a baby it that was, has like oh, the rubber the end on it? No, but it was a 
to-go plastic smallish spoon that's like you would throw away. But she had it. She used that. That And me and my cousins were like, oh, God, it's such a weird and then she and then she like put it put it away and then she got out her zippy bag of apple slices ate one apple slice closed it and then put it away she she took a single bite (laughs) of applesauce and then ate a single slice of apple. apple. Or she'll also bring um, her full name is Souffle Apple Entree. <laughs> Souffle su- su- Apple Entree. Souffle Entree. Souffle Apple Entree. Wow. Yeah. Just gone on a really long tangent of my aunt. Like I could listen to a thousand of these she's, anecdotes. We should do a mini sode of just oh my fucking because there's a million. No, there's we cannot put this behind a paywall. <laughs> it is a disservice to the world. She okay. There's just one more. So she was like thirsty, I guess, and so she came downstairs and got her son because it was like a family reunion. So everybody was in town. A couple people were staying at my grandparents' house, and um, we were all hanging out and she made her son carry a glass of water for her behind her going up the stairs <laughs> so he's just holding this glass of water and she's just walking so slow she's walking so slow up these stairs she's uh she's a real character she my I, my dad gets really frustrated because he's like sister no 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 he's married into my mom's side she's married into her my uncle's side so it's like they're both super not related so it's your my mom's brother's wife sister-in-law mm-hmm. okay so my dad is like so far removed from her that he's just like oh my god or he'll be like i am like when she's like can you slow down and he's like i'm slowing down <laughs> like he gets so mad <laughs> she's just a lot and she always like touches your what hair is her a fucking lot. origin story i think she grew up kind of amish because huh. I like remember the like pleasures of the world. She just like wants to drink in slowly all yeah, the time. She's just she is. She's oh, just towels are is so heavy, so heavy. And she'll like she she oh, is a very. <laughs> I need single, just one just one a bite, single bite, just a spoonful of apple sauce. I play two ways. I'm going to have it in a sauce form first. And then a, a hard country form also. And also like, oh, right. And she used to make my uncle, I mean, I think she still does, peel grapes for her. Oh, shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I didn't think that was real. Yeah, it's real. She doesn't like them. The skins are so fibrous. And <laughs> oh, they my do, God. They cause... um. Just some discontent in my gastrointestinal area. And she also brings like a little bag of like chopped fruit to dinner at restaurants. <laughs> to dinner? Yeah. Well, so we're all waiting for the dishes to come out and you'll hear like crinkle, crinkle. No. Crinkle. And she gets out her little like Ziploc baggie and like takes like out just like one. She'll just take out like one like little bite of pineapple oh and eat it. Fucking God. Close it and then put it back in her bag. I cannot believe this is a real woman. She's real. Wow. What a you just must it's like every moment with her must be a gift i mean most of the time because you can't laugh appreciate what you have i do appreciate it it is hilarious horse in the mouth on this one 
you have to understand that this this is God saying he loves you. Oh, and she would definitely say that because she is extremely Christian and ends every conversation. Oh, this is another. Uh, so she she was the one who told my mom about this specific uh, fertility treatment when my mom was having trouble con- like conceiving a child. And my mom went and did it and then had me. And so my mom was like, oh, well, you know, I almost said her name. Aunt Souffle. Aunt Souffle, I'll play entree, is the one to thank for that. And I was like, oh, I was like, thanks so much, Auntie Souffle, I'll play entree. (laughs) And she was like, well, you know, it's actually God's grace and you should be thanking God. And I was like, all right. Thanks, God. Thanks, God. God. And I didn't even, I didn't even say, I don't even think I humored her. I was just like, okay. (laughs) What do I say to that? Look, I'm all for like, you know, have your religion. But that's... She didn't have to correct me. Excessive. Yeah. She didn't have to be like, well, you know, actually, it's God. Actually, that was God's gift. <laughs> just like these perfectly peeled grapes. I just like to suck on them like they're a candy. So did, were the apple slices peeled then? I don't remember. She was sitting pretty far away. Like, it was like a big waiting room and she was sitting like on one end and it was like me and my cousins sitting on the other and I only noticed Amazing. the whole thing because my cousin starts elbowing me like crazy. He's like, he's like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Look, 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 look. And she's like slowly. Look what Auntie Souffle is doing. She's slowly, just like so slowly unscrewing the cap to a huge applesauce. Oh my God. And she's so skinny holding this huge applesauce. Wait, how big? Describe how big. The applesauce? Yeah. It's at least a gallon. <laughs> it's so big. It's so big. She's like unscrewing. It's like my, my hand is almost fully extended to show you the cap. Oh, wow. Screwing, screwing, screwing. Wow. I love this woman. I hope to meet her someday. She will um, take copious notes on everything you say. I forgot about that part already. And find out your address and send you letters. Oh, my God. Does she have, like, gorgeous calligraphy handwriting? She has very beautiful handwriting. Um, Also, like, she found my address because she saw it on a piece of paper my parents had written like my dad walked into the kitchen and she had taken the piece of paper and was copying it into her like little notebook. How old is she? Uh probably well my mom is almost 70 so she's probably she's probably like 70. Mm-hmm. Like 72 at this point. Do you answer the letters? She hasn't written to me in a very long time. So I and no, I didn't when she was writing me. They were mostly cards. I should be okay. clear. They were cards with very long like the first opening, the second opening, and then the back. And the back was usually gotcha. a bunch of Bible scriptures and stuff. Sure. I I love this woman. <laughs> I love her so If you can, just like bring bring me the gift of of a, a souffle a play entree oh. anecdote now and then. Sure. Great. I will just say that we did stay in their house one time while they weren't there because they were like, oh, if you're in town and you need a place to stay, we're going on vacation so you can stay at our house. We did. The only food in their house was wheat bread and yogurt. And that's all she was eating at that time. She's she, somehow like the most boring and the like most interesting person at the same time. Mm-hmm. I love her. Mm-hmm. I love souffle à play entree. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't even remember where we were. No, me neither. In talking about that. I haven't book. talked about her in a very long time. Like I oh, haven't even thought about her in a long time. She's great. She's great. She's great. She wears ski jackets everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) 
she's constantly wearing like layers on layers, like ski jackets and <laughs> scarves. Oh, too good. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh, that just like whipped in yeah. out of nowhere. Yeah. Oh, she wears ski jackets everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> They're always like really big and puffy and fuchsia. They're like so puffy. What's the rest of her outfit? Um, usually uh, a track pant mm-hmm. or a thick jean. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what does her hair look like? Uh, very, very uh, like unkempt. Unkempt? Uh-huh. This is shocking. I thought she would have like a perm, like a no. fluffy permanent. No. And co- what her, her uh variety? What length are we talking? Variety, <laughs> like some of it is Layers? like like long. Oh, okay. I can't so pass. Really, I don't know shoulders. Mm-hmm. And unkempt. Uh huh. There's a lot to square here. No, there's like I will show you a picture of her later, and you will be like, <laughs> I cannot I wait. Don't buy it. <laughs> I cannot wait. I can picture her in my mind now, though. Ski jackets. Oh, what was the other? I cut you off before you were gonna say what besides the pants. Oh, um, like really, really big, clunky tennis shoes. Yep. Knew that was coming. Uh-huh. Like Reeboks. Yeah, like so bulbous. Yeah, bulbous Reeboks. A big bulbous Reebok shoe. Um, I used the word bulbous <laughs> in something recently. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good word. Was it's it a good word. describe my aunt's shoes? <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> I was describing your aunt's shoes to somebody. I was like, Ugh, hopefully I'm told about a woman who wears bulbous shoes soon. <laughs> um, oh, boy. She wears glasses. Are they big? Are they like big giant frames? They were. She has transitioned to, I think, frameless. Okay. Just the lens. Okay. But they were like the big like square frame. Yeah, exactly. With the like really thin side that is yep. like kind of halfway Yep. And the square frame was like an amber color. Yes. Yeah. That's exactly what I thought. Mm-hmm. Okay. And when she walks around, she mostly is like, you know, when people pretend to be a bunny and they put their hands in front of them like <laughs> this? <laughs> you guys know what I'm talking about. When you're like, boink, yeah. boink, boink, yeah, I'm a bunny. Yeah, yeah, Like that. But as she's wow. walking, as if she's about to grab you or grab something. and Like she's about to like take oh. your hands. Oh. oh. She loves to hold hands. Lo- tries to hold your hand when you walk around. Oh my god! Yeah, this woman is amazing. <laughs> All right, I, we gotta stop. Talking we gotta get about off this her, ant talk. I really don't want to. <laughs> souffle a play on Where were we? Souffle a play on tray. So, where were we? Um, when? Oh, right, because we were talking about what a fucking diva Hannah is. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's how I got in. Oh that. yeah, she was drawing a bath. That God, I can't think about baths without thinking about. I, of souffle. course you can't. Of course but, you can't. Um, Auntie souffle. Auntie souffle. Um, but yeah, so Hannah is, you know, handful and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, so the water, the water gets boiling. Yeah. And Corky and Hannah don't know which of them did it. Because Corky doesn't remember doing it. She doesn't know that the evil spirit is inside her now. Right. And she remembers, like, because she started filling it and, like, mm-hmm. felt it and it felt fine. Mm-hmm. And then so she was like, it must still be in Kimmy. And Kimmy keeps asking, like, would I know if it's still in me? Am I okay? Am I okay? And Corky's like, I can't tell. I don't know. And she's that. like, I don't know. I don't she, know how it works. And then when she was like convinced it was Kimmy, even then she was like, but she doesn't know. She doesn't know. Mm-hmm. And that's so. We like, have to help Kimmy. We have to help yeah, Kimmy. It's yeah. such a lovely bit of irony that she's yeah. like, it's her. It's her, girl. 
It's her girl. Hurl girl. Hurl girl. Um, um, yeah. <clears throat> and then the other thing that happens is the cutting Hannah's braid off in the night. Yes. <laughs> Putting it. Lays it on her lap. And Corky had been, had that dream about Bobby again, except instead of cockroaches inside her skull, it was snakes. Mm-hmm. So that's a tip off. Mm-hmm. When that happened, I was like, oh, it's Corky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. I didn't know how it was Corky, though. Um, but I liked that. I liked that she was like not completely unaware. And then when she was, she was like, oh, no, it's me. Um, She finds the scissors in her drawer. And at the time, she's like, oh, Kimmy put them in here. Yeah. (laughs) And then they go to talk to Miss Green because Hannah tattled. Hannah's a stupid little bitch. I can't believe Hannah. If that happened, I wouldn't think either of them did it. I wouldn't know what the fuck went on. I guess I would think one of them did it. I'm, because that is a very... I guess, Cruel I, guess I would think it was hazing. Yeah, that's what I would think. I'd be like, wow, this really is shitty that you guys do this. Yeah. But she goes and gets a cute haircut. They keep calling it torture, though. The, They're like, oh, who perpetrated this torture on that's Hannah? True. It's like, all right, I mean, it was terrible, but let's calm the fuck down. Yeah, like, it was not torture. One time they I didn't kid threw gum in my hair. Like, that wasn't torture. Yeah. Um, But Kimmy throws herself on the sword because mm-hmm. she thinks she it might be it's her. her and also she's trying to protect Corky. Corky and then Corky's like girl I ain't letting you take the rap for this and I did it me. and they're both going I did it Miss Green's it. like I, I can't Spartacus. deal with this mm-hmm. we will deal with this when we get back yeah. from camp I'm grumpier in this book for some reason I m- mimic ripping my hair out of my head when I don't like what you've done it's not explained I just am ah, <sighs> ah. <sighs> so then the next thing that happens is, is awesome. Blair Oh, yeah, yeah. The evil spirit makes Blair fall on her fucking face, chip her two front teeth, and just bleed. Splits her lip, uh, breaks off the bottom half of her two front teeth. There's blood just like pouring out of her mouth. Mm -hmm. Yikes. Yeah. And she kind of is like, hmm. Like, she's like, I'm kind of happy that happened to her. Which, I can't remember. Is she? Well, she's shocked. I know that this this is then how Hannah gets the spirit stick. No, Hannah Isn't gets this. It? No, because oh, Hannah, they get that's for each team. team. Um, but that's when Hannah's like, now we can take out those bulldogs. They're nothing without Blair. And then so that I was like, oh, that's oh, obvious. Red herring. Yeah. It's not Hannah. We know it's not Hannah. Yeah, it's pretty horrible. Um, startled, her eyes grew wide. Her arms flew up. She plunged forward, falling. Her arms flailed the, it, her arms flailed the air helplessly as she landed on her face. Corky heard the sickening crack as her face hit the hardwood floor. Her arms continued to thrash about wildly, but Blair made no attempt to get up. The silence in the gym hung heavy. The spotlight flooded her still form with glaring white light. And then Blair's... Even from where she was sitting, Corky could see the cut in Blair's (laughs) lip, and she could see that her two front teeth had broken in half. Blair's head rolled about as blood continued to flow from her mouth down the front of her uniform. Her teammates ran over to huddle around her. Two girls put their arms around her waist. And then they're like screaming for help. Leaving a smeared trail of blood on the floor, Blair was half carried and half walked out of the gym. The judges and Blair's teammates moved her quickly toward the medical office down the hall. And then she thinks she sees a weird look on Kimmy's face. Yeah. Does she? I think it's like later. Oh, you know what? It might be the spirit talking to her later. I think the spirit talking to her later Mm -hmm. says that. Yeah. But in the moment... I think she's just shocked. Yeah. 
And, and then we now after, know Kimmy's mm-hmm. like looking at her because she probably had this really weird fucking look on her face because she was the evil spirit. Yeah. So Kimmy was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then a little while later. So after the like next day or whatever, Hannah's being like fucking little miss school spirit mm-hmm. again. And Corky wants to go talk to Deborah about what's going on. But that's when Deborah's like, uh, I'm talking to Hannah right now. And that's like one of the big things that the spirit like puts its hooks into to really hurt Corky. Because it's like, remember that moment when Deborah was supposed to talk to you? It's like, um, she's not your friend anymore. But like, you know what? I'm your friend. I'm your, I'm the one who keeps telling you this. I'm the one who keeps like encouraging you. These people aren't your friends. Oh, and then after that is when so Hannah's like, oh, it's Hannah who says that. We're going to win tonight, she said enthusiastically. I just know it. With Blair gone, the bulldogs are out of it. Yep. Fuck you, Hannah. So she's getting jazzed up. Kimmy's like, I gotta go. I'm gonna go talk to whomever. With Blair out of the way, we have to win, Hannah declared. Corky quickly pulled open her top drawer. Her hand fumbled through the t-shirts inside until she found the scissors. Scissors. Wrapping her hand around the handle, she lifted the scissors from the drawer. Hannah was still talking excitedly about the competition, her back to Corky. Raising the scissors like a knife, Corky took a step toward Hannah. This is my chance to finish what I started, Corky thought. Silently, she made her way across the floor and stopped behind her unsuspecting team roommate. No more teasing, Corky thought. No more fooling around. This is it. Goodbye, Hannah. I can't say it's been a pleasure knowing you. As Hannah leaned forward on the edge of the bed to pick up the, her other sock from the floor, Corky brought the scissor blade down quickly, aiming for the tender spot between Hannah's shoulder blades. <laughs> but that's like the first time the evil spirit is thinking... Time to finish what I started before. And then that's when you're like, what, what? Yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, Kimmy rushes in. She's like, I can't believe I forgot my pom poms. <laughs> well, it's time, Kimmy. <laughs> and uh, I love that Corky's like, Ugh! and like drops the scissors uh, and kicks in under the, and it's like, I don't know. I'm standing really close to you. And Hannah's like, whoa, why are you so close? It's like this whole weird, awkward moment in this room. <laughs> and that's when Corky's like, um... <laughs> So I was going to kill Hannah. Yeah. <laughs> Something to think about. <laughs> She's like, oh, damn, I'm the evil spirit. Oh, and this is when there's like the whole struggle between black and red. Um, so another wave of nausea sent her running to the bathroom. She slammed the door behind her and gripped the sink with both hands. The porcelain felt cool under her hot, wet hands. Her entire, her entire body convulsed in a powerful tremor. Red, then black. Red, then black. She shut her eyes, but the flashing colors continued on her eyelids. The roar in her ears grew louder. She thought she heard laughter, evil laughter, somewhere far away. Suddenly, the sink became scalding hot, and with a cry more of shock than of pain, she jerked her hands away. Steam rose from the empty sink, putrid and thick, smelling of mold and decay. The porcelain shimmered and melted from the heat as she gaped in disbelief at it. A hideous, low, gurgling sound rose from the drain, growing louder and louder until it became a moan. Corky turned and ran. She burst out of the bathroom and threw herself down on Hannah's bed. The room was empty. Hannah and Kimmy were gone. I nearly killed Hannah, Corky realized. I nearly murdered her. And then the horrifying words pushed their way into her consciousness. I am the evil one now. Yeah. Oh, shit. She is the evil one. And um, <laughs> she's like, mm, I'm sick. I can't do anything else. I can't bite. Like, 
like acts so like reserved and quiet that everyone's like, should we send her to the doctor? And they send her to like the camp doctor. They're like, there's nothing wrong with her. And she's like, if you only knew. <laughs> You're telling me. <laughs> um, and then we kind of like jump cut to like them. Back at home. Back at home. It's been a week. She's been telling people she's sick all the time. Yeah. And then she starts wrestling with her brother. Oh, yeah. That was intense. And she, at first it's fun. And then she's like, you're fucking annoying. And yeah. she almost snaps his shoulder off. She's like slowly like, pulling mm. his arm back. And he's like, ow. And she's like, keeps going. And then she shoves him away as hard as she can. And she's like, get the fuck out of my room. She's like, you know what? I can break his arm. She's like, it's pretty fun. <laughs> that sounds fun. <laughs> but so then we kind of see that. She's not completely like now that she's aware that there's the spirit in her, she can yep. kind she's of fight battling it, it out, which I loved. And I love that yeah. we see her kind of battle it throughout the rest of the book um, because the spirit is like now to kill Deborah. Yep. Take care of Kimmy. We'll take care of Deborah. If your brother annoys us anymore, I'll kill him. <laughs> and then the piece de resistance, <laughs> Hannah. <laughs> yeah. But she doesn't ever get to Hannah, does she? No. I think she wants to kill Hannah first. But she gets the opportunity with Deborah first. Something like that. Oh, well, she calls Deborah first. And she's like, we have to talk. And Deborah's like, yeah. I'll meet you at the mall. I'm going to stand right under this <laughs> lamp. Just yeah. I'll wait for you in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah, Instead of at one of the stores. Like yeah. a human. Yeah. And then so <laughs> Corky tries to run her over. And then Deborah jumps out of the way, and then she's being so De sketchy there. Deborah never like catches on, like, like she's got her little crystal around her neck that she thinks protects her from evil. Which, girl, I would think that too. Me too. But also, like, I feel like Deborah was smarter last book. She was because this Deborah's book is off her game now. She is because there's so many sketchy things happening in this car. So she gets in the car. Well, first she's like, "You tried to run me." She's like, oh, "I thought you were gonna run me over." And Corky's like, yeah, weird. I don't know. The accelerator's stuck. Deborah's like, oh, okay. She's like, hey, get in the car. And Deborah's like, where are we going? And she's like, the mill. <laughs> and she's like, the old broken down mill. And she's like, what? Why? And she's like, it's private there. <laughs> and she's like, okay. They get in the car and she's like, is the car okay? I thought you said the accelerator's stuck. <laughs> Corky's like, it's fine now. <laughs> um, Corky, you're acting evil right now. No, I'm not. Okay. <laughs> I'll kill you tomorrow. What? I'll call you tomorrow. <laughs> oh, yeah, that actually happens. That is not part of the bit. No, it's real. She says, I'll kill you tomorrow. Just kidding. I'll call you tomorrow. And then Deborah's like, I guess I heard you wrong. <laughs> Bye. Bye. But so they get out to the mill. She tries to, like, kill Deborah on top of the, like, yeah, big like, wheel at the mill. Climbs up. So weird. They're, why would Deb? Why, why would, would Deb, Deb follow do that? Her? Come on, Deb. But so, of course, Deborah's saved by, like, a man being like, you pesky kids. <laughs> yeah. get you get away here. from that mill. You get away from there. want to die. Are you part of the historical society? <laughs> I'm trying to preserve this beautiful mill. I've got a pitchfork. <laughs> At least so, in my mind, he yeah, had a pitchfork. Yeah, he does. <laughs> and so they're like, eh, and they leave. Eh. And it's fine. Everything's fine for Deborah. And then her next thing, she's like, okay, well, that didn't work. I'm going to try to kill Kimmy. I can't. I can't remember if it's like Kimmy is like, hey, I'm reaching out. And, and then Corky's like, I guess I'll kill you first. Um, 
Oh, it doesn't okay. totally matter. No, but. so so she so basically what ends up happening is she tries to kill Deborah, doesn't work out. She's like, I'll kill you tomorrow. Just kidding. I'll call you tomorrow. Don't worry, Hannah. I haven't thought of you. Then okay. the spirit's sleeping and Corky's awake. Oh, yeah. And she's like, oh, I got to figure out how Sarah Fear killed it. So how yeah. I need to go into Sarah Fear's or the she realizes memory. That, yeah. She realizes because she remembers cutting Hannah's braid off that like, oh, I can actually access the evil spirits memories and she previous to that had had like a weird dream where she was seeing fragments of like the boat thing yeah she didn't get it she was like i don't know that was a weird dream with me being on a boat so she's like oh i can access its memories and i can access the memories of the people it has inhabited Mm -hmm. which oh my god can you imagine if she had remembered bobby's death that's horrible i was just thinking that that would have been so sad and scary well, thank goodness it didn't happen. Oh. I mean, thank God for small thank miracles, God. right? Yeah. <laughs> She's like, okay, I'm going to like do some like past life regression and like go into yeah. Sarah Fear's like death, basically. I thought this was very cool. I loved it. And it made me want to read more about Sarah Fear. For sure. Because I was like, oh, So I damn. definitely want to get to those Fear Street saga Me books. too. Especially because like, I mean, we talked about this. I love a historical thing. I love when people are in like the 1700s. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I love it. It's fun. So everything seems creepier in the past. It does. Because you can't call anyone. <laughs> the past is creepy. And the windows are made out of paper. And all those skeleton keys. Yes. So many skeleton <sighs> keys in the past. In the past. That's and like, like piles of hay. So many piles of hay. <laughs> like you can't turn around without finding a skeleton key in a pile of hay. <laughs> um, gummies in your pockets. Gummies in your pockets. Piles of hay f- filled with skeleton keys. So... She's remembering that, like, Seraphir is, like, tenuously holding on to the control that she has over herself because she knows that the spirit is in her and all the mysterious deaths are because the spirit killed people around her. Because it's not Seraphir who was evil. She was also being possessed. I thought that was, I was very surprised by that. I, I thought for it. sure it was going to have to do with the fear family curse. I loved which it. maybe it does. But. Maybe. But I also loved that it, like made something that Sarah Fear Jr. from the last book said, which was Sarah Fear <laughs> about Sarah Beth. Uh, Sarah Fear got very sick and was almost dead. And then when she oh, came back, yeah. she was different. So I was like, that's how the spirit travels through people. You're right. Oh my God. Mm. Oh my God. Sarah Plummer. Or is it that she, maybe she brought the spirit back with her? Like that episode of Buffy where they bring Buffy back. Yes. And but like then there's like a, a tag-along experiment. Yeah, is there experiment? A, there's a tag-along experiment. <laughs> I was trying to say spirit, experiment, and spearmint. Spearmint. And then I left my body and saw red and black as I said. <laughs> I like, ah, spearmint. And then the evil spirit said spearmint. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so it turns out what happened is Sarah Fears like, Guess I'm gonna have to drown myself. Yeah. She's like, I gotta isolate myself and mm-hmm. kill myself while the spirit is in me mm-hmm. and it'll get trapped. The spirit's like, You ain't got the balls. <laughs> Seraphia's like, Watch me. Watch me have these balls. Yeah. <laughs> so she jumps off of the boat, kills herself, 
But then like the spirit in its fury boils the water, sinks the boat and boils everybody. And that's how everybody else gets boiled. Everyone gets boiled and dies. And but then the spirit's trapped because yeah. it can't go anywhere because everyone's dead. Mm-hmm. And it just stays in her body. And then it just watches her rot for hundreds of years inside of the coffin. That's very similar to Remember Me, where she was like afraid that she would get lost or oh, get stuck. Yeah. 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 I love that. Um, yeah, that was cool. So, yeah, that was like a really cool thing that definitely like sparked my appetite for the Seraphir story. Yeah. Can't wait. And I like how Corky's reaction is like, I'm going to have to do it too. And she's like, no, then everything was for nothing. Yeah. I, I deserve to live. I loved that. I loved, like, while I will say I liked Monster as a book better than this book, mm-hmm. I did like this girl's desire to live more. She wasn't, like, she was just like, fuck, no, like, I'm scared to die. It like, reminded me of when Buffy's like, I know I'm the chosen one, Giles, but I don't want to die. I'm 16 years old. Yeah. So, like, I love that. I love when a character's like, like when they're going to do what they have to do, but they're scared to do it. Like when she's yeah. like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to die. I'm young. I have so much to live for. Like Bobby wouldn't want me to do this. Yeah. So I loved that. I thought she, like seeing her struggle with that was very humanizing and I really liked it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So she calls Kimmy. And she's being just as sketchy as she was with fucking. Yeah. Deborah. But her original intent. At the time she's. Was to spirit. tell Kimmy. No, at the moment oh, she's she the calls, spirit. Oh, she so is? she so she wakes up from her dream, right? That she's because so when she first wakes up, the spirit's sleeping, and then she realizes, oh my god, I have to dream about Sarah, so I'm gonna go back to sleep. She goes to sleep, and then she wakes up and then feels herself being pulled under, and she's like, no, and then oh. she's like, I'm fine. Oh yeah, and, and then, then she calls she's like full Stepford. Yeah, full Stepford calls Kimmy and is like, I need to speak with you. It's about Deborah. That's a good part. Love that. She's being so scary. <laughs> I love how as the spirit, she's like, this is so easy. Yeah. This is so fun and easy to kill these people. Wow. Easy. It's like she's. Uh, oh, Kimmy calls her. Yeah. You're right. But then she's like, perfect opportunity. So the part I was looking for actually starts before she's going to kill Deborah. Yeah. So the heavy dew descended over her, smothered her with its odor, heavier, heavier, weighing her down as if it were a heavy old quilt. I can't breathe, she thought. She thought, it's suffocating me. Heavier, heavier. She felt so sleepy, so far away. The room seemed to fade into the distance. She seemed to fade with it. As the sickening green liquid fell on her, Corky was floating away from herself. Floating, floating into grayness. Floating far away as the green gas filled her up, filled her mind, took over her body. In a short while, Corky was gone. The evil force was completely in control. She stood up, straightened her t-shirt, and walked over to her phone, taking long, steady strides. Picking up the receiver, she punched in Deborah's number. A few seconds later, Deborah was on the other line. Can you meet me? Corky asked calmly. I have something important to tell you. Deborah agreed. Corky pulled a brush through her hair, then hurried downstairs. She grabbed up the car keys and called to her parents that she'd be back in a few hours. Then she headed out to kill Deborah. It's just <laughs> I like love so that. casual. Then she held it out to build Yeah, I love that. And I loved to like, so when, when Corky is, has come to the realization that like she's the evil spirit, things start going crazy. Like the razor blades on the, on the stairways that she, that pop up, like different things are popping up on the ground, but this time it's the razor blades on the stairs. Yeah. The evil spirit is throwing a bunch of like phantom stuff at her to try to control her. 
And she slides down the banister. And her mom's like, what are you doing? She's like, I don't know. I don't know. I need food. She's like, I'm, I, I don't peaked. feel good and I need food. So her mom's like, let me make you some eggs. Also, there were razor blades on the floor. Yeah, they're not there now. Don't look. <laughs> don't worry about it. I imagine them. I'm evil. <laughs> She's like, after I eat these, I'm going to go kill. I'm going to go try to kill I'm Kimmy. I'm going to kill all my friends. I don't want to. So she, I did love the, when she calls Kimmy. So Kimmy's calling. Um, the phone rang. It took her a while to recognize the sound. It rang again. Again. Hello? Hello, Corky. It's me, Kimmy. Hi, Kimmy. How's it going? She tried to sound casual, but her voice broke. Okay, I was just worried about you, Kimmy replied. I haven't seen you since, since camp, and you were so sick and everything. I mean, it was just such a disaster. Are you better? I mean, are you okay? Why is Kimmy calling? Corky asked herself bitterly. She isn't my friend, she thought, her features tightening in an unpleasant expression of hatred. Kimmy has never been my friend. She tried to kill me once, tried to drown me. I saw Hannah yesterday and she said she hasn't seen you either, Kimmy continued brightly. So Hannah and I were just wondering, don't worry, Corky thought coldly. I'll be seeing Hannah soon, very soon. And when I see her, Hannah won't be happy to see me. I'm feeling better, Corky told Kimmy. Oh, good, Kimmy explained. I really was worried about you. I mean, after all that went down, you know. Yes, I do know. Corky thought angrily. I do know what you're talking about, Kimmy. And I do know that you know too much. You have to die, Corky decided. You have to die now, Kimmy. Hey, Kimmy, are you doing anything this afternoon? Corky asked, winding the phone cord around her wrist. No, not really, Kimmy replied. Why? You want to hang out or something? Yeah, Corky answered quickly. I really want to talk to you. Great, Kimmy exclaimed. I want to talk to you too. Can you meet me up on River Ridge in about half an hour? So already she's like, she's choosing the sketchiest places to go meet these people. And they're like, huh, weird. Oh, okay. Cool. Okay, Corgi. <laughs> I guess I'll see you there, I haven't Corgi. seen you in a few weeks, but you want to hang out at this ridge, yeah, this you, mill? You've been really weird and, ti- and tired and the evil spirit is out at large, but. <laughs> I guess I'll hang out with you in a ridge. So they go to the ridge. She has a lot of evil thoughts about Kimmy. I was going to say, I like the moment where it was like, why, you want to hang out? It was just like such a yeah. normal, like, oh, I want to talk to you too. Mm-hmm. And I also loved the imagery of like, so she's like having all these fucking evil thoughts. So she's like, fuck Kimmy, I'm going to kill Kimmy, blah, blah, blah. And then she's just wrapping the phone cord around yeah. her wrist. And she's like, hey, what really are you doing clearly. later today? It's like, mm-hmm. oh. like you can see it just, oh, that's like really creepy. I love that. Yeah. But long story, a little shorter. She pushes Kimmy in the water. <laughs> yep. Pushes her in the water, says she's dead. She's dead. She's dead. Then and she's then, like, I yeah, to kill and then myself. Corky comes up to the surface and she's like, what? Fuck. <laughs> My hesitation killed Kimmy. Time to kill myself. Jumps off. Curse Belouche. Curse Belouche indeed. Drowns in the, in the uh, river. Barfs out the evil spirit. And that too was cool. So the evil spirit again comes out, boils the water, and she just kind of floats to the top. And Kimmy, guess what? Survived the fall. Sees it all happen and swims over to try and save Corky. I loved that. Mm-hmm. Where she's like swimming as fast as she can to try and save Corky and do um, uh, CPR for her. I thought it was interesting the part how so the evil spirit is so frantic to stay alive that it tries to save Corky. Yes. <laughs> like because basically it is a body of water now and it tries to lift Corky up and be like, breathe again. Yeah. 
I'm just gonna lift you in the air. And she keeps swimming back down and like gulping in yeah, the quirky, water. Re- like truly just like kills herself by drowning. Mm-hmm. And then the evil spirit um, like dissipates mm-hmm. and, and outright like, disappears ah. this time because it was trying to escape. Mm-hmm. It escaped Corky's body to try to save Corky. Corky was dead. And I guess like she couldn't go back inside it or something. Which is not really tracking because it went inside. That's why I'm trying to think why that was possible. So let me find the, <laughs> let me find the part where that happens. So it is said that Corky died. And then the uh, evil spirit. Um, so Corky's body floated to the top, bobbing like a small rubber raft. Watching from the depths, the evil spirit uttered its own death cry, an unending wail of despair. Its power boiled the water, pushed the ridger, river over its banks, sent high waves crashing against the cliff beside it. The thunder of the crashing waves drowned out the thunder in the sky. The anguished howl of the ancient evil weakened and began to fade. The water still bubbled and steamed. You can't die, the spirit wailed, tossing Corky's body over the surface. You cannot die. You cannot betray me. I am you and you are me. You cannot die. Weaker, the waters began to cool. Blah, blah, blah. I won't let you die. Blah, blah, blah. I won't let you die. You are free now. Because it's like... Chip! 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 The ancient, I won't let you die. Gathering its strength, it pushed the waters beneath Corky, pushed her up, up until she rose above the water, suspended in the white mist. I won't let you die. You are free now. You are out of the water. You are free. <laughs> Hovering over, I like that it doesn't understand how death works. Hovering over the water like a sagging helium balloon, Corky's body slumped lifelessly, her head back, her eyes staring blindly up at the storm clouds. No! The evil spirit's wail of defeat rose like a siren, then faded into silence. Corky's body dropped back into the water without making a splash. You are dead, the spirit admitted, and in dying, you have killed me. Now the thunder in the sky roared louder than the crash of the ebbing waves. In that crash, the spirit was thrown from her body. That's what it is. Mm, So it gets so mad that the waves throw it out of Corky's body. The river flowed quietly again. The water quickly cooled. The evil faded, then disappeared, washed away forever in the rain-stirred brown river current. So it's like, you won't die. You won't die. Whoa. Damn it. I don't know my own strength. Damn. Um, I also liked, too, that after, because you know how she was, like, spewing it out of her mouth, and it's, like, this mm-hmm. foul gas. When she wakes up from the CPR, she's like, oh, my mouth, like, tastes terrible. Yeah. Which, like, I just, I loved that detail. Oh, it's kind of, it's very similar to the accident when Megan drowned herself to get rid of, uh, what's her face? I'm trying to remember. What is her face? Megan drowned herself to get rid of... <gasps> Oh, right. That girl. The the ghost. Um, I don't know. Oh, well. Um, yeah. Megan drowns herself so that she'll let go of her body. Right. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, overall, Similar. I liked this book. but And and the way it ends, too. I, <laughs> it's so cheesy. It is pretty ending. cheesy. And they're like, well, um, there is that moment where, like, she sees Bobby's spirit float down the river. Mm-hmm. And then it just, like, disappears. And it's Bobby like, smiling. flash of light. Mm-hmm. I love this. Chapter 21, Kimmy Dies. Yeah. The titles of these are great. 
Um, so they're yeah, like misleading without being bullshit cliffhangers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're great. It's like true to the spirit of the chapter. Yeah. And then the epilogue, which is very cheesy, which is all the girls are like, oh, we're all friends now. And then Corky's like, um, excuse me, waitress, I'll have the pea soup. And they're like, what? She's like, just kidding, a burger. And everyone's like, like, like freeze frame. <laughs> and the waitress walking away being like, well, brother. Not these guys again. And it's only Tuesday. <laughs> Working on Fear Street. You have to work on Fear Street. Sometimes people die at work. You have to wait on all these kids ordering pea soup. We don't okay. really have pea soup, so you gotta go cook it. <laughs> go find a can of it somewhere. Uh, I wanted to say, saving this for last, my book arrived and inside was a receipt from Claire's Boutiques <gasps> in Topanga Park. Oh my God, cool. What did they buy? They bought earrings, mm. misc, mm. fash jewelry. Cool. Bass earrings, misc, fash jewelry. Cool. Great. Fun. This was a fun book. I liked it. This receipt is from 2003. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm. I thought it was going to be earlier. Me too. Um, All of 2003, it was a while ago. What? No, I had just graduated from high school three years previous. <laughs> what? No. What? No, it was... It was much yesterday. It was a blink of an eye. Uh, Um, Yeah, I liked liked this one a lot. Me too. Mm -hmm. The second one is a little of a dud. This, I think, came back to the things that we liked about the first one. Cool stuff happens, but... I mean, yeah. the second one, but I liked this one better. This one, me too. Um, Yeah. Uh, Do we have any... Very fun stuff. Emails Um, we wanted to read, or did you want to... Yeah, so as we said the last... promised... We said the last episode we invited you guys to send in your some embarrassing teen stories. We got a couple, very fun. Um, I haven't actually read the emails yet. I'm just gonna read them live. So this one comes from Victoria. Uh, Hi, ladies. When I was 13, my parents enrolled me in Catholic school. I arrived during week three of the semester, so I was already nervous. The first day I showed up with my fresh pinstriped uniform, Trapper Keeper. Yeah. Yeah. Trapper Keeper. And deep abiding social anxiety. The nuns had already been, quote unquote, warned about me. It was a tiny school. And many of them were not keen on a little Protestant girl who was also not from the area. I got to math class and they were breaking out some basic level algebra, doing some nice long division with decimals. Nightmare for me. (laughs) That is a Lindsay comment. Um, Our instructor nun looked at me, frowned, and said, as the new student, why don't you do this problem on the board and explain it to the class? That is a fucking nightmare. (gasps) bitch. You know what? You know what? Watch the keepers. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I stood up, started working the problem, and promptly forgot every single math thing I ever learned. Of course. No lie. I couldn't remember how to do anything. The nun left me up there struggling through the problem for a good solid three or four minutes. What a capital K cunt. Yeah. I was openly weeping when she finally said, I suppose you're a bit behind. Sit down. If I had had the option of evaporating into a steaming, teary mist right then and there, I would have taken it. And then this kind of takes a turn. Eventually, my parents withdrew me from the school because some girl threatened to knife me. Whoa. Vic. Yowza. Dude. 
Write the story, Victoria. Wow. What a stu- Fuck that nun. That so sucks. Like, that God. That hard. And that's the thing that I always hated too. Right? Like people that were teachers that had no business being teachers. Where it's like, you don't like kids. Why are you a teacher? Why are you you're, in here? You're just a mean person. Go elsewhere. Go elsewhere. Find a different career. It's a big and world. You can be other types of nun. <gasps> Take a Myers-Briggs test. Figure, figure out. Figure out. <laughs> what careers work for you? What careers don't? Oh, I'm so sorry you went through that, but yeah. I'm glad you got out of that school, even if it was because a girl threatened to deny you. <laughs> Thanks for writing us, Victoria. Uh, I'm going to hand this off to Kelly for our second email. Oh, I love this. Uh, the uh, subject header is, hey, it's Instasam44. Hi, Instasam44. We have talked about your great Instagram handle. Um, nice to hear from you. Hey, Kelly and Lindsay. I've been a huge fan for a while. Those feral audio ads really work. I'm listening to others, but this one's my favorite. And I've enjoyed y'all dissect this uh, these YA pulp books. I happen to have a funny memory of YA as an 11 to 12 year old. There was a new girl in my class and I had a crush on her. She seemed very well read and I wanted to connect with her on a literature basis. Oh no, already I'm like nervous. (laughs) For the record, other guys in class liked her and tried to find common ground, i.e. my buddy hearing she liked Weezer and downloading their albums via LimeWire and Napster. Ooh, popular girl. Also shout out LimeWire and Napster. Oh, I remember that. Uh, I remember talking about liking an author named Lois something. So I immediately read Killing Mr. Griffin by Lois Duncan. It was a really good read for someone my age and legitimately suspenseful, at least for 12-year-old me. I liked it so much, I read I Know What You Did Last Summer, which she wrote first, and feels like a first draft of Killing Mr. Griffin. Oh, interesting. A lot of people have, uh, a lot of listeners have uh, mentioned Killing Mr. Griffin. Oh, that's good to know. Um, did feel like a first draft. It did feel like that. It felt like a lot of ideas. Yeah. It felt like a vision board. Mm -hmm. Anyway. A vision board of murder book. (laughs) Uh, The next day, I began talking to her about it. Right off the bat, she noticed I said Lewis instead of Lois. I had reading issues at the time, thinking the author was a man. Then I realized she liked Lois Lowry, author of The Giver and Number of the Stars. So now I got the wrong author and seemed really into books about murder. (laughs) Oh, well. Fast forward 14 years later, I I still know her and noticed she had a tattoo. I asked her what it's from, and she said it was from Seymour in introduction. Curious, later on, I looked it up and found the music documentary by Ethan Hawke. Turns out it's a J.D. Salinger book as well. Well, here I am 15 years later, not still not being through with my research. Oh, well, those mistakes were made, but I happened to enjoy them. And now I like these things. Your best fan, Sam. Aww. Oh, that is really cute. And I know that feeling when you're like, I'm nailing this. And then you realize you did the wrong thing and you're mortified. Yep. Especially, oh, you said Lewis. That's so <laughs> endearing. That's so cute. After I saw Les Mis on Broadway when I was 13, I then went into like Les Mis chat rooms on AOL. <laughs> <laughs> and I had bought the soundtrack and I was talking about how much I liked everything. But I was talking about the people who recorded the original Broadway recording thinking that they had been in the version I'd seen because I didn't know yeah you didn't know I didn't know any better somebody really ripped me apart for that and I was like but uh." (laughs) but I was so mortified I was like I should have known this and now looking back I'm like go fuck yourself I was 13 yeah it might I hadn't been to New York before I didn't know how Broadway works and like it's really funny too how like when you're that young too you think it's like oh god like everyone thinks i'm an idiot into the world but like those people don't remember that and don't know about it or anything but 
I mean, I don't know. I notice things about people like my entire aunt. I know. Yeah. I notice all those things. So I don't Cannot know. wait to hear more about souffle à play entree. Um, my favorite part of that email before you read the PS yeah. is that um, how he says, and now I just like these things. Yeah. It's like it brought him to a fandom. Yes. I, I do like that. And like, um, I also like that he's admitted that he's still doing research on things that this yeah. girl likes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so cute. Oh. Um, and then he has a PS. I always wanted to meet Lois Duncan before she died, but it seemed but she seems to believe a Vietnamese gang killed her daughter, as shown in her book and documentary, I Know Who Killed My Daughter. So I decided as a Viet that I probably wouldn't be welcomed. And as myself being Vietnamese, I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> I hope it wasn't a Vietnamese gang. <laughs> but uh, also, like... <sighs> gangs are gangs. Gangs are gangs, guys. Race be damned. A gang is a gang, and they're violent. Gangs are gangs, and they're violent. I hear I hear tell of these gangs, these violent gangs, where killings happen. Sometimes they drive killings. I think if you want to do your private research in your home... Godspeed. Do it. <laughs> I'm curious. I wonder if I could solve that case. Probably not. Uh, that was a bold statement. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if I could solve that case. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> uh, considering that I have no crime solving experience or, or connections or access to, to, to um, any kind of files or evidence. Yeah, I, I mean, not that I don't have faith in you, but I'm going to say no. Listen, I'm feeling wild because we figured out about that key card. <laughs> so I'm like, I could solve anything. I forgot about that. Was that in a mini soda? No, that oh, was a regular okay. app. Okay. <gasps> Starting to lose track. Um, anyway, thanks for writing in InstaSam yeah. and Victoria. Those were great stories. I yeah. really, I, God, the, I felt for you guys because yeah. that easily could have been us. Oh, yeah. For sure. For sure. Thanks, thanks for, for writing joining in. us. Thanks for writing us. Um, next week. We are covering Secret Admirer. Yay! So we're done with cheerleaders. We're on with stalkers, I'm guessing. I'm assuming. Yeah. Maybe Secret it's just admirers. a sweet love story. Oh, wouldn't that be a nice departure? Except it's not. Not what we're not what we're covering. Yeah. <laughs> oh well. Um, cool. Uh so we will catch up with you guys next week. Yep. Um Keep it creepy. Thanks for listening to Teen Creeps. Our artwork is by James Mulholland. Our theme music is by Mike Carlson. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Teen Creeps Pod. You can direct all inquiries to teencreepspod at gmail.com. And please rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts. If you're reading along with the podcast, you can now find our book schedule at teencreepspod.com. Thanks for listening and keep it creepy.